Welcome to the Dubois Chamber of Commerce podcast, Let's Talk Business on Connect FM. I'm Dan Kennard, and it is time to say hello once again to Morgan Shoemaker of the Greater Dubois Chamber of Commerce. Hi, Morgan. Hi, Dan. Thanks for having the Chamber back for our bi-weekly podcast again, Let's Talk Business. As I've said in the past, there's always something happening at our Chamber of Commerce. We have about 10 events coming up from pretty much now until the middle of June, but one duo who I think might be even busier than Jody and I is Andrew <laughs> and Victoria Weiser. Now, I'm sure many, of our, many people in our community know the Weisers from their photography and videography business, or even Victoria's business making candles and soaps, but the pair is back once again, for a new adventure called Ronin no Yatai. It's a food truck specializing in Japanese and Korean street food. First, Andrew and Victoria, thank you both for joining Dan and I. I'm really excited to have you both on our podcast today to tell our audience more about your unique cuisine. So let's start there. Andrew, I know your background and family history are what brought you on this journey to begin with. So can you start by telling us about your family's history and why that led you to wanting to open your own food truck? I think that the... Um also, hi. I think that the uh, the big thing that was with my family history is my mom was born in Seoul, but she was moved here when she was probably seven months old, at least under a year. So she knew nothing about her culture. She was adopted by a Scottish woman and a Japanese man. So we had a little bit more Japanese culture, but he also passed away when she was very, very young. So we didn't really have too much of the Asian side of our culture. My dad's side, you know, we have family around here. Uh, he grew up cooking all kinds of Irish and German dishes. So I'm used to, you know, the types of foods that are in this area. Mm -hmm. um, the meat and the potatoes. Literally the meat and potatoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got, I've, I'm so used to that. And I wanted... You know, my mom was so used to having Korean and Japanese food growing up, but she didn't know how to cook it. I didn't know how to cook it. My dad didn't know how to cook it. So one of us had to learn, you know, we want to experience this side of our family mm -hmm. that we didn't have any ties to anymore. So I, I just started learning how to do that so that we could, you know, all be able to experience, you know, both sides of our family together. No, I honestly, I like that just because it's great that your mom came here not knowing really a whole lot about her background. And so did she get in the process of cooking food with you too? Like, did she learn how to cook it? No. No? Okay. Well... <laughs> My mom knows how to make, like, instant ramen. <laughs> well, now she can at least enjoy it with you, so it's still a bonding experience. Exactly. Um, now I'm sure many people, including myself, before I tried Ronin no Yatai's food, have never tried a Japanese dish or... If they have, it probably they probably had to travel somewhere out of town even to do so. Why was it important for you both to bring authentic Japanese and Korean street food to our area? And what do you think our area has to gain from trying a new culture of cuisine like they can find at Ronin no Yutai? I think the important thing is for me is whenever some type of ethnic food comes to a rural area, and I've said this quite often whenever people ask me about it, is it's always like an Americanized version of the food. Definitely. So, you know, you come, you get a Japanese restaurant in, it's hibachi or sushi. You get um, like a Mexican place in, it's tacos, which is, you know, it's still good food. There's nothing wrong with the food. It's fantastic. But there's so much more that these cultures have to offer that people yeah. just don't get to experience. So a lot of our food, uh, one of the big things that we have uh, called kanayaki, traditionally it's called takoyaki. 
um, the closest place to find that is Lancaster. Wow. And uh, that was the first so time. So a I got whole to try day it. trip if they would yeah. want to even remotely try something close to what you're offering. Yeah. And it's not like it's a full meal or anything. It's kind of like a snack that you get. And I don't want to drive across the state to get something that's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. six little For golf sure. ball sized dumplings. So it's, <laughs> I, I think that there's a lot to benefit from, uh, you know, being a, a aware of the culture and having these extra options that people don't have to drive across the state or into another state to try something new instead of just having the same old like oh, i'm gonna go get sushi today yeah. you know they could try something interesting yeah. yeah well like morgan said japanese and korean street food is something new different to bring to our area andrew and victoria so could you tell us about some of those signature dishes that you serve Kind of uh, give us an idea of what they taste like. And for someone who is not familiar at all with Japanese or Korean cuisine, what would you recommend trying first? The recommendation that I always give is my favorite on our menu currently, and it's the kanayaki. Kanayaki stands for grilled crab in Japanese, which is a flour dumpling grilled on a special pan that we have in our truck into little golf ball sized round balls. And they are topped with sauces and other seafood toppings. They're super yummy and the most closest food to what you would normally have at, say, Red Lobster or something of the sort. Mm, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, my personal favorite is our Japanese curry. That was one of the first things I started out making uh, whenever I was, I don't know, like 12 or something. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very like has that kind of cumin um, cinnamon like spice taste to it. it has vegetables in it served with rice it's really really good and we have a new thing coming that i'm currently testing out called takochi which is these chewy rice cakes that are crisp on the outside they have grilled or mozzarella cheese in between these rice cakes it makes kind of this grilled cheese on a skewer kind of flavor mm. it's really good and really easy to eat which is one of the big things for it for me is that you get a grilled cheese sandwich it's like i have this whole sandwich that i have to now deal with <laughs> whereas these little toko cheese they're on a stick and you can just walk around with them in a cup it's great i don't yeah. know i'm getting hungry here I, morgan I, I know that so can you pronounce the uh, that last one for me Tokochi. so Takochi. Uh -huh. Okay. Very Americanized. <laughs> um, that sounds so good. And I like that it's kind of like a play on grilled cheese because on days where it's a bit muggy like it has been, I'm always, you know, you want to get yeah. like your soup and grilled cheese. So I, I sure. love your menu and I like how for somebody like me who is used to your meat and potato meals, your pasta, anything like that, I like how it's not so out of the comfort zone that I feel like somebody like myself is used to. The kanayaki. I know the first time whenever I tried it, I remember saying it tasted like barbecue, like Korean barbecue. I don't know. It was the best way to describe it. So I love that it's it's kind of still connection to those comfort foods that everybody's used to growing up with. And it's still something people can enjoy. Yeah, I think that's really good to note, too, is that whenever people think of Japanese Korean food, especially Japanese food, they think of like sushi. And a lot of people don't necessarily like sushi. It's an acquired taste. But with the all the options that are available, there's a lot. Most Japanese food isn't, you know, super out there. It's it's pretty standard stuff. It's just different from what we have here. But it's not anything like it's not all tastes like sushi. And I think that's really important to note. Everybody could like just based on what they're already used to. Yeah, exactly. And really, guys, I give you both so much credit for jumping into this quite literally head first. It's probably better to say you started this business from the ground up because you built your own food truck. Um, and now I know you have had great men mentors, Victoria, both of your parents owning Larry's Barbecue. So you're a little bit familiar with the background, but what was that experience like building this business 
from the nuts and bolts of it all. So this actually started out as a literal joke. I am very competitive with my dad, and I said, hey, dad, I can do a better food truck than you can. (laughs) And he was like, well, then go for it. Let's get it started. So that very quickly turned into our own food truck that he, I'll give him most of the credit for building this food truck for us. And a lot of credit goes to Andrew for scraping most of the, literally most of the asphalt out of the back of the truck so that it would be food safe for everybody. And the difference between the photography business and the food truck isn't a lot of a difference. Uh, The business is about the same. The marketing's about the same. But the difference of the people is a little bit different. We have a lot more people coming in and out with the food truck where we are more focused on one person a day, two persons a day. It's a lot more people with the food truck. Well, you know, they say variety is the spice of life. And I think it's great that our area, the Dubois area, gets to have a variety of food trucks for people to enjoy. And it's probably nice for the both of you to go to different locations, get a new audience. And uh, so far, could you kind of give us a, a, a quick um, review of where Ronan No Yatai has been parked at? And what are some of the locations you're going to be spotted at in the near future? We'll be at quite a few different places over this weekend, as well as in the future. You can see those on our website, on our events and pop-ups tab. But upcoming, we'll be at Paris Uniform Services on May 4th. On May 8th, we'll be at St. Francis School in Clearfield. And Penn Highlands Dubois on May 10th. And also, we are always at Invictus, so keep an eye out in their parking lot. Definitely. And I know whenever I was looking at your guys' website, you have a very full and busy calendar, which I love. And one of them is going to be on June 15th, even at our own location at the chamber for our monthly lunch mob with you and your parents, Larry's Barbecue. And we are so thrilled to get to have you both at our chamber office in June. We have loved getting to have all three of your businesses be a part of our chamber. So, you know, what's next for you guys? One, I hope sleep and a much needed vacation, especially of how busy you guys are going to be booked with not only your truck, your food truck business, but photography business as well. But as far as Wiser Photography and your prismatic rose goes, Victoria, what can people expect? Will you still be shooting weddings together? Are you still going to be making everybody's favorite handmade products? What's going on with you guys? For uh, photo and video work, we're starting to cut down on stuff that maybe we don't either enjoy as much or just um, aren't quite as passionate about anymore. And we're starting to try to do more stuff that we enjoy, starting to really focus in on doing weddings, uh, doing like engagement photos, stuff that we can really, whenever we're focused in on being able to do just these types of photos, we can really better quality control them. Of course. um, As opposed to having, you know, 500 family photos and uh, newborn sessions to catch up on and cut down on mini shoots uh, to be able to focus more in on on the stuff that we like more. As for my soaps and candles business, Prismatic Rose, it's undergoing a reset for this year as I potentially will have a new website and I'll be going through all of my different products and removing some but adding some new ones. So keep an eye out on that. Very nice. And you know, for as how busy as you guys are and how I know how busy you guys are. I'm glad you guys are focusing on zoning and in what you love the most. That way you're giving the best quality products to our area too. So, I mean, you already got the photography business down, the candle making business down. So I'm glad to see the food truck business also really set in place too. And even though I know you both are extremely busy, 
like I said, I'm glad all of your businesses have been able to be a part of our community, help grow our community. Congratulations once again on starting Ronin No Yutai. We had a ribbon cutting yesterday and if anybody saw the images of from how your food truck began a couple months ago to seeing it's beautiful. It has the decals on it. It's really a stunning piece and I'm so glad our area is able to have it. And I've of course tried your food, but other reviews that I've seen are also raving about it as well. So again, congratulations to you both. So Andrew and Victoria, as we close things out here on the podcast today, for those who might still have some questions about your food, maybe they're interested in finding out where you're going to be located next, or maybe they're a business that would like to have Ronan know you tied there. Could, how do they get in contact with you? For businesses that are looking to have a setup there, I think one of our, our big goals too, because we were so business oriented with the photography work as well, we wanted to work with other businesses as much as we could, promote other people. We want to try to do that with the food truck too, since we have something that's kind of different and interesting, it might bring a different crowd in or attract some people into the food truck that might be able to patronize the business as well. So we're hoping to work with people that are uh, looking to, I don't know, just get some a little bit of extra uh publicity out there was something that's kind of interesting. And like Morgan said, we do have three businesses, so we're asking that everyone stick to just emailing us at roninnoyatai at gmail.com. And I'll spell that for everyone. R-O-N-I-N-N-O-Y-A-T-A-I at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at roninnoyatai. Okay, thanks, Andrew and Victoria, and thank you for taking time today to listen to the Chamber podcast, Let's Talk Business, on Connect FM.